0: My name is Ray Kupakowski. This is Inner Power Insights and another episode of Hey Ray Q and A. Well, I hope you enjoy it. Before we get started, I wanted to put a thank you out there for uh, a couple people, a couple great ladies who uh, have helped me out here recently, uh, allowing me to be on their show. And it was Christine Wagner's show on Monday, and and uh, and Carol Blonder on Tuesday, so I had back to back uh, wonderful ladies asking me great questions and having a good time. So both of those things are are available uh, at Inner Power Insights, you can find links to those kinds of things and you're going to be able to find links to these episodes as well. So we're starting, we're just getting started with doing videos, and the videos are going to to work out so that the audio from the video is going to be the basis of the blogs that we're putting out. so if you want to listen to us us by meeting me and my universal channel, I wanted to you know there is no us there's just me and my connection, but I consider that an us. So anyway, I I hope that uh, if you're listening, uh, you'll you'll uh, you'll pick up on that, and uh, and you can enjoy it. And I hope that uh, some of you will watch me because I have great hair. Anyway, uh, this this week's episode, or something like that. Thank God that confuses me, because we're going to be putting out episodes on the 1st and the 15th. So if I say this week's episode, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But anyway, this week's episode is going to be, I love them, except. And that means that I love them, but there's something wrong. There's a caveat there that we've got to figure out what's going on, because this is stopping me from Loving somebody, stopping me from from going any further, and I want to tell you that every one of the answers that I give uh, in the, the this coming episode is all about reversing the idea of accept and changing it into accept. Okay, how does accept? those situations and not use them not lay into them as the neck as you the first perceived negativity but be able to figure out how do I accept somebody that has exceptions okay because that's what it is about if you're going to have a really good relationship with somebody and you find out that something's going on that bothers you It it is important for you to figure out how to work that out, how to communicate those situations so you can get close and you can have a good relationship as a result of those exceptions. Those exceptions are powerful. I hope I can show you how to use them. Okay, so have a wonderful time. I hope you enjoy everything and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye now. I just got a message that it might be better off for me to answer some questions at first, and then talk about the subject afterwards, uh, so that you get an idea of what's, of what's normally happening. And I, I think maybe that is something that I, I, I'm going to try right now. I'm going to, I'm going to do this right now, and then get back to uh, a different take on on this subject. So. Uh, and the reason for that is that, is that I, I notice that people will ask me, they'll actually ask me questions that are set up to get typical answers. You know, like, uh, you know, how do I do this? How do I do this in, in, in this particular situation? Give me a, a way and an idea of how to handle something specifically. Maybe it was something about an argument that you guys had or, or uh, something that you brought in from you know a different relationship or whatever but most of the time those those questions or, or the things that people want to have answered are really sort of um, they're not in depth they're not they're not really really what a person's asking so let me give you a let me give you a little bit of an example like people will come to my sessions and, and they, they ask for two different things. They ask for communication, they want to learn how to communicate and they want to learn how to get their trust back. In both cases, they're asking for something that they already think that they know, they think that they have a connection to the, the, the questions that they're asking, but in actuality, what they're trying to find out is something deeper, something that eludes them. So let's take, let's take either one of those things, like communication, for instance. People have a tendency to ask me about communication. They say that they want to, you know, they, they tell their partner what, what it is that they want, and their partner says, well, I tell my partner what it is that I want, too. And they're trying to figure out how to use words, how to use verbiage and everything in order to be able to get that partner to, to be able to hear what they're saying so that they can get what they want and what they need. Uh, they think it has something to do with the type of communication that they're using and the type of communication their partner is using as to why it they don't connect. Why are they uh, still missing the point? The question shouldn't be how to communicate. What they should be coming for is how to listen. See, if you listen to your partner, the communication takes place. It's a lot easier to figure out how to communicate with somebody if you really understand what it is that they want. It's very valuable to have that inside a partnership because it's very important to understand what your partner needs in order for your partner to get what they want so that you can get what you need. You want a happy, healthy relationship. So you have to make sure that your partner is the person that can give that to you. The idea about communication that is that is so prevalent Uh, In in all my sessions is that you know like i say I say what I want they say what what they want Well, I used to do a thing that I called apples and and cherries and, and bananas I didn't know where I came up with apples. Okay cherries and bananas Now one person will say I want cherries and the other person will say I want bananas and then I have them wait I say okay, so I want cherries and you want bananas, and then we wait. Because the idea about saying what it is that you need and what you it is that you want is trying to figure out first if the person is intending on giving that to you or are they waiting for what they want. So if I say I want cherries and you say you want bananas, we're gonna wait till hell freezes over for you to give me my cherries because you're waiting for bananas. The idea inside a good relationship, a healthy relationship, is once you understand how important it is for you to say to your partner, listen, I know that part of the problem that we've had all along is that this idea of communicating, this idea that we weren't going to be able to get what we needed in the relationship because the other person just wasn't capable of giving that to us. So, but the idea about in being a partner is to be able to trust. Now, this is where trust comes into play. Trust is not something that you just bestow upon somebody in a relationship, because if you do that, you're simply doing that for your own comfort. Trust is something that gets you something in return. It's something that you're going to trust somebody for very specific reasons. So in a situation where uh, I'm trying to learn how to communicate and I finally realize that I don't need to communicate, what I do need to do is listen. Then at that point, what I want to do with a person is say to them, listen, I need to get your attention for a moment. I really need to connect with you for a second here because I know that part of the problem that we had as a couple is that, is this point of listening to each other. And I know that you feel like I didn't listen to you before. And I know that that probably made you feel that I didn't care. Well, I really do care. And I really do want to hear what it is that you have to say. But in order for me to do that, I also have to know at some point that you want to do the same for me. That it's important for you to listen to me and help me with my needs and help me feel connected and deal with my insecurities and my doubts about this relationship. So before I, I do that, before I ask you to do that, I'm going to do that for you. Because I really do want to be in a happy, healthy relationship with you. So I'm going to ask you now, what is it that you need? I want you to know that that's very important to me. I'm going to ask you what you need because I want you to know that I would give you anything that I could. A lot of times I won't be able to. A lot of times I'm just not going to be capable of it. But I want you to know that I would want to if I could. I think that that's a whole lot more important than getting everything that you want is knowing that your partner is the kind of person that would give you everything that they possibly could because they want to be your partner. That to me is more important. That to me is deeper and more effective. So the reason I'm telling you this is because I want you to understand that what I see in most instances is that I see things that are a little bit deeper than what it is that you're asking. Now, my subject this week, this episode, is going to be I love them, except whatever, okay? So I think what I'm going to do here is, is is read a couple of, the, uh, of the, the questions or the situations that people find themselves in. I'm going to address that, and then I'm going, at the end of this thing, I'm going to talk about another way of looking at this whole area of of I love them except okay so hang in there um, the the first one now i'm I'm reading this i haven't I haven't really I haven't really thought about a response to these things i I, I wanted it to be as spontaneous as possible so bear with me a little bit it may take me getting connected to this. To these statements or these questions, I think, I guess they're questions, it might take me a second to do that, so hang in there a second. The first one is, I love her, but absolutely hate her sisters. (laughs) Uh, They go with us everywhere. How do I tell her they are the worst people in the world? (laughs) Okay, maybe I should have. <laughs> Maybe I should have figured read these first, okay, but I'm stuck with it. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for this. <laughs> um and and yeah, right off the bat, I I, I may have to go deeper with this than, than I had intended. This this right away requires a different way of looking at this thing. If she's your partner. Uh, If she's your partner, and if you want a happy relationship, and if you want to feel connected to somebody, what you're going to have to do in this situation is understand that, that, uh, that these are her sisters. And you may not like them, but she really needs to have that connection. It's going to be really important with her to be connected with her sisters. And so what you're going to have to do as her partner is have her back. You're going to have to be able to be honest with her and tell her that her sisters drive you absolutely mad. But the last thing that you want to do is break her away from her family and keep her away from that situation. What you're going to want to do eventually here is is to become connected with her so she understands the discomfort that you feel when you're around her sisters and that she is connected to her partnership first. While you're connected with your partnership and you're connected with the idea that the two of you are, are, are a unit and your unit is, is, is the single most important thing to you, that inside the unit, when the unit is connected, you also have to live life. So you have to step out of the relationship together to handle her sisters. And what you do as a unit, what you do as part, in this partnership, is you decide how you're going to treat each other and how you're going to protect the partnership when you're around her sisters. So you want to spend a little bit of time figuring that out. While we're with your sisters, I'm going to shut my mouth and I'm going to help you get the most out of this relationship with your sisters as, as totally possible. In other words, I'm not going to try and make you miserable so I get what I want in that situation, which means that I get not to be around your sisters. So if I'm a pain in the ass long enough, you probably won't want to go see your sisters. I'll feel happy that I don't have to deal with your sisters, but eventually you're going to be resentful. Well, that was a little strange. the battery died on on my cell, so I'm gonna. I'm hopefully uh, we're gonna be able to cut this in, and and you won't even notice me saying this to you right now. <laughs> so, the other side of of that is is that while you are um, protecting your your partner and, and making sure that your partner's health is still continues to have a healthy relationship with her sisters and and that uh, and that you're not ending up perceived to be somebody that's trying to break them all up and, and and get your way. Her job at this point is to be able to recognize your discomfort as well okay so she's going to have to understand while you're doing this stuff and making sure that she can have a relationship with her sisters even though you're not particularly happy about that you she is going to be able to say listen i know that you're uncomfortable with my sisters and i really do appreciate you being there for for me so uh is there something i can do or is there a way that I can help out as far as when we're uh, when we're with our sisters, I want to be conscious of the fact of what you're doing for our relationship, and to make that worthwhile for you as well. You may not; she may not be able to to change her sister's attitudes, but she might be able to protect you in different situations where her sisters would say or do something that annoys you, and she might be able to come to come to their defense without it interfering somehow in her relationship with them. Uh, The idea about any type of relationship or any type of partnership is it supersedes everything. Uh, You always go into these situations being partners, being strong, being together, protecting each other, and then eventually deciding how to handle sisters, how to handle families and all that. I could tell you it happens quite often in in the sessions that I deal with, it happens quite often that people come in and they'll say, well we're doing okay but her family drives me nuts. And the idea about that is always to protect what it is that you want. If you want a happy, healthy relationship that supersedes family, That super, actually that is the single most important thing uh, it, that you can have. If you decide you want a really good relationship, that singularly is, is the most important thing there. So it, it's more important than work, it's more important than your kids, it's more important than your family or your religion or anything you want a good relationship a healthy relationship with a partner that comes first and then together you decide you're in a circle together it's me and you together and then we have to do all these other things on the outside of the relationship so always make sure there is no exception here there is nothing like that there should be togetherness there should be connection between the two of you and you have to deal with those other things. So I'm going to show you how the, all these exceptions don't apply. Okay. As a matter of fact, the exceptions that you're probably thinking about are actually um, ways, ways of bringing a relationship together. They're ways of, that you can use to try and figure out how do we navigate life together, not, not use them to break you up. So I hope that helps out a little bit. Okay, so the the second one, um, if it's pretty much the same, well, I'll I'll talk to you about it. Let me see here. Uh, This guy I met is perfect, except we work opposite work schedules. He would be perfect, yet planning dates with him is difficult. Being an EMT and working graveyard. Oh, uh, she's being an EMT. Oh, he's an EMT and he's working graveyard. How do I tell him this is a problem? Uh, you say, this is a problem. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> uh, look, I... Um, So, I, I, I like this guy. I like this guy. And is this what you're saying? I like this guy, but his job takes me away from him. And I don't like the fact that we can't plan dates. Um, I. Okay, so... It, it it sort of sounds to me like you're not taking advantage of the fact that that you like spending time with him so much that when you're not around him, uh, it it becomes difficult. I I I think that you're focusing on the wrong part of this thing. You're you're focusing on the fact that he's away from you, uh, rather than focusing on the fact that. Apparently, you like being together so much that when it's apart, when you're apart, you have a difficult time. Uh, that's going to happen in a relationship, and if you're healthy about it, and if you think about that, you're going to recognize that being connected to that degree that, that you want to spend more and more time with a person is a wonderful kind of thing. Utilize the times that you're together and really talk about that Uh, people use negative times as the way that they can come together in situations it's it's it becomes a necessity when things are going wrong to be able to to look at it and work at the relationship and try and figure out how do you navigate negativity Uh, And I always tell people that the only way you really get close is if bad things happen and you find out that that there's distance and you find out that that there's need for communication and all that stuff. You're in a different situation. Apparently you have a lot of really, really good stuff that goes pretty much unnoticed or is taken for granted. I would say that it would be really important to spend some of that time communicating about your communication. I think it would be good to sit on a sofa at, at times at night when you have the opportunity and say to each other how nice it is to have that time together and how much it means to you to be connected uh, so that so that the times that... You see, you're not just sitting there and, and, and nothing is happening and you're missing an opportunity to connect. Tell a person how important they are to you and how, and how you appreciate the fact that you can sit there with somebody and sometimes you don't even have to talk. I can tell you that in some of my sessions what I'm doing is eventually I want to get people to a point where they can simply hold each other without talking at all. That having that kind of deep communication, having that type of deep connection where verbiage is not necessary, where it isn't important to talk about anything, but it's important to hold each other. It's important to be in each other's space. It's important to appreciate that good time that you have together and know about it and understand about talking about all those things. So when something negative happens, You don't have just a pile of negativity and things that haven't worked for you over a long period of time to fall back on. People recognize negativity because it connects to all the other times that they didn't feel listened to, they didn't feel cared for, they didn't feel connected. And so if something goes wrong, it's not only, it's never just that one thing that happens that is wrong, it's how it connects to all the other things that have gone wrong over a long period of time. That's what it does, okay? So if you learn that negativity is the catalyst that you need to use in order to get close to one another, you, rec- you also recognize that it's been happening for a long time. So you want to be able to check out anything that is really positive to learn about communication. You want to be able to communicate with one another about really positive things and the joy of being partners with each other so that when something negative happens you don't want to lose all the things that are positive, that are in your mind about how good this relationship is rather than thinking about the things that are missing all the time. It sounds to me like you have a really good relationship, but it also sounds to me like you're going to have to spend some time thinking about how to protect it and how to care for that relationship so that both people are connected and both people feel gratitude for having another person in their life that they don't like that they leave to go to work. (laughs) There's probably a lot of people that would like to have that issue, like to have that problem. So I hope you get something out of that. Now, guys, I want to tell you that uh, you can reach me at innerpowerinsights.com. If you think I'm the kind of person that might be able to help you out in your relationship, feel free to do that you could reach me at 602-487-4805. Uh, I, there's always a free consultation to see if we connect. And uh, and I and I hope that you would take advantage of this kind of thing. Uh, I think that I'm a different type of relationship coach. I do see things from very different angles. So I, I, I hope that uh, if you're having some issues that you'll consider that, okay? Uh, so, number three, and I think that this is going to be the last, last part of this thing. And um, it says, I love him, except hate his romantic behaviors. Okay, me and my new guy have really hit it off. Great conversations, same interests in movies. We both think Game of Thrones is overrated. I can't help you with that. I've never been able to watch that. I can't remember what goes on, you know, time to time. It's just not something I'm good at. Except when we get intimate. He leaves his eyes open while making out and has a weird tempo in bed. How can you give constructive criticism about romantic capability? Beats the hell out of me. <laughs> okay. Um, I I always think that that's difficult to tell somebody that that you feel uh, lacking in in you know the bedroom intimacy as far as intimacy is concerned. Uh, I uh, but I think that. <clears throat> I think that what you really need to do is be able to learn how to communicate about all these kinds of things without necessarily communicating about that first. It is a touchy subject, it is a touchy area. And I think that it would be good to be able to say to somebody, listen, before we talk about this. I want to tell you that the reason that I'm telling you this the reason that I need to talk about this is because I'm afraid that it's going to have an adverse uh, an adverse effect on our relationship. I want to be able to be able to talk to you about just about anything but I want you to understand that the reason that I'm doing doing this is not going to be a criticism. it's not going to be a judgment. I need to be able to say this because I really do want a good relationship with you and I know that this is affecting me right now and and uh, and I'd like to be able to talk about it you and me so that you know maybe I'm wrong maybe I or maybe there's something that that you're feeling it's the same way a disconnect or maybe there's a fear or maybe there's something especially in bed maybe there's something that you're bringing to it that that there's a fear or a disconnect or something like that or maybe you don't know what I need and what I want so why don't we start with that maybe there is some way for us to communicate about this so that so that if it hurts your feelings I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that and we will deal with your feelings for sure because I, I have no intention of hurting, hurting you but I am aware of something that I'm not getting right now and I need to, I need to breach that with you so that we can deal with that and then I can get what I need and we can put this aside and we can get closer as a result of being able to talk about something that is really a difficult subject. It's a very difficult subject to talk about, uh, uh, about how, how you're trying to please me. Now I know that you're trying to please me. I know that, that that and I hope that that's the case because I'm trying to please you as well. You know, but if you're really trying to please me, maybe you should ask what it is that I need. Maybe instead of thinking that you're doing what's what is good for me, maybe you should ask about that. We could talk about that kind of thing and see and see if there's a, some way that we could you know, if we step outside of the bedroom, if we talk about it ahead of time, if I can explain in, almost in detail what it is that I'm expecting or how it makes me feel when you do such and such a thing, and, I, and I'm thinking to myself, he doesn't know that I don't like this. He doesn't know. You know, so he the only way he's going to know that I don't like that is if I tell him, you know, and the only way I can tell him is if we can make a safe space for us both to talk about this kind of thing with the idea that in a week or so, when we're over the embarrassment, when we're over Feeling like uh, you know, you, I don't know. Embarrassment, I guess, is the good is the good word. Feeling, feeling a little bit butthurt about how good we are in bed or anything like that. You know, when we do that, we end up with a healthier relationship. Not only that, but we end up finding out that we there is ways that we can communicate about just about anything if we are able to talk about that. Okay. So I guess that's about it with in that situation. Uh, once again, uh, anybody out there, uh, if you have problems with intimacy, you know, it, I, I can certainly give you the best I got uh, from that. Almost everything that I'm telling you right now is as a result of me being a universal channel. So, an awful lot of the times when I'm talking uh, in these particular areas I'm talking from a place of of channeling this information is coming to you, to me right now and and uh, and it's just flowing out of me I can tell you honestly when I read that last that last question it was the first time I read it when I answered that read that first question I said oh shit <laughs> you know just I don't know where this is going to go but I think the answer actually came out pretty good. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, anyway, um, the idea about <clears throat> loving somebody except is, is sort of um, the idea about that is, is not understanding the credit that you should be able to give yourself to, to look at those situations, do something about them being able to explain those situations, being able to have your partners back, whatever it is that they're doing. So if they have something that annoys you, you might be able to talk about it. If you have something that they need to do for themselves, you might be able to back them. Rather than think about the situation as how it affects you, Think about the situation as how you can help and, and, and become a good partner, become somebody that is there for their partner, knowing that their partner will be there for them too. Now that's something you have to work at. I'm working on a book right now and the book originally was entitled The Five Easy Steps to a Healthy Selfish Relationship. And now it's just called the Healthy Selfish Relationship. So that's going to be out in a little while from now. And I hope that when it comes out, you'll pick it up because it really does tell you an awful lot about making a decision on your own that you want a really good relationship. It's also going to tell you how to get one, you know, because you're responsible for it. That exception has everything to do with you thinking somebody else's problem somebody else's fault it's not it's how you handle it it's how you approach it so that you get out of it what it is that you need if you really want a healthy selfish relationship you're the one that can get it by taking care of your partner so I think that's it for me right now and um uh, going to add some stuff at the end of this. I think this was a fairly good episode, and uh, and hopefully uh, you'll continue to, uh, to to contact me, and be a part of these things. If you have any questions, uh, you can you can always connect with me at Interpower Insights, and I'll figure out how to how to get to you, or we'll work something out. But maybe you could be a part of the show. Show's going to change. Uh, in a couple different ways, and uh, as I learn more about this and mature as as a host of this show, I've got a couple people that I would like to bring on and talk with them, too. So, uh, anyway, I'm I'm glad to talk to you. I'm glad for this opportunity. Uh, I deeply honor my connection to you all, and uh, you have a wonderful day now. Thanks again. Bye.